Hello and welcome to the Nourish Practice podcast, a podcast focused on all things intuitive eating, intuitive movement and helping you heal your relationship to food while moving away from diet culture in hopefully a nice relaxed way. There'll be a mixture of solo episodes and guest interviews. Any topics you would like included just send me a DM on Instagram at Nourish Practice and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Today's another little bonus episode based on a blog post I put up recently on my Substack, which is all about the goal of intuitive eating. I spend a lot of time talking about the process, what it requires, what's involved, but what is the end goal? Why are you doing it? It's not a diet, it's not to lose weight, it's not to necessarily change your body. So what is the goal? Other than just being a little more internal. So, simply put, the main goal of intuitive eating is for you to be able to tune into your hunger and fullness signals so that you can eat when you feel hungry, stop when you feel full, know when you're satisfied, and ultimately know that you're doing what's best for your body. There is no morality involved in food. Maybe you don't even think about food that much, but it's you are now in tune, you know what serves you, and you actively choose that. Here's some of the sort of questions that I often get asked under that umbrella term. So, first thing, food freedom, what is that? And you'll see this on Instagram quite a lot. It's a nice little phrase for basically that end goal. You are free to eat what you would like. You have that unconditional permission that we talk about to eat. So, food freedom is just that. It is feeding your body intuitively. Moving away what you feel you should eat. Taking should out of the equation and focusing on what you want to eat. We don't feel guilty for what we eat. We trust our body to guide those choices. We know what we like. We know what fuels us best. We're no longer listening to others. And food freedom is different for everyone. It might mean for you going out for dinner, for friends, without any guilt or any worrying about what you're eating. It might mean eating a salad, not because you should, but because you really fancy the taste. It's a hot day and you want something cold and crispy. It might mean leaving some food on your plate, because you've decided you're full or the meal is unsatisfying and that empowers you to do so. Maybe it's body neutrality. It's not completely loving your body but it's respecting it and making sure its basic needs are met. Maybe it's setting boundaries. It's asking friends please don't talk about dieting around me, please don't comment on other people's weight when I'm around. I would no longer like to be involved in that conversation. Again, find what it means for you. Maybe it's not even thinking about food. You're thinking about other things. Food is a byproduct you know you can trust your signals, so you're not super hyper-conscious of it. Next thing, the intuitive eater. What does that mean? Are you an intuitive eater? We always say getting back to your intuitive eater that you were as a maybe a small child. But how do you get back to something when you don't necessarily know what that is? So... When you are on your intuitive eating journey, you might try and find what type of eater you are. And a little plug, um, on my website, I have a little services page. And if you scroll down, it says, would you like some freebies? Or equally on my Instagram, it's under the link, it says freebies. Um, I do have a little quiz, what type of eater you are. And that may help you find, are you an emotional eater? Are you, why are you eating the way you are? And actually, there is one on there that is intuitive eater. You may be like, actually... I was an intuitive eater and I didn't know it. So do check that out if you think it'd be helpful. But an intuitive eater is, or the hallmarks I should say, because again, slightly different for everyone. 
you listen to your inner hunger signals. You're in tune with them. You eat what you want in a way that is satisfying to you. You don't experience any guilt, shame or ethical dilemmas around food. Except maybe if you're vegan, etc. <laughs> that ethical dilemma. You are what is sometimes called an unaffected eater. You are not affected by others' opinions around food unless they're recommending things they think you should taste. Someone else talking about a diet doesn't bother you anymore. In fact, you may actively ask them not to do so. We are all, for the most part, natural intuitive eaters. When we were young, we knew when we were hungry, we would request it from our parents. Children cry, other signals, maybe they don't ask, but they will let you know when they're hungry, and they will often push food away when they are full. They know those signals. We've just over time lost them, so it's coming back to that. Next thing that's often asked to me is, does it ever really end? Is there a can I say to you, in six months, you will be an intuitive eater, your journey will be over. Unfortunately, I can't <laughs> guarantee that to anyone. But it is the idea of journey, not destination. Imagine it's a year in the future, you're out to dinner with friends, and between bites of pizza, can you tell it's my favourite food, you, you think, oh, look how far I've come. This used to be a fear food. I used to be so anxious eating with friends that I'd only eat a tiny bit and then go home and binge. Or maybe it's a small glimpse you go, I didn't even think about what I was eating. I was just so excited to be out with my friends. It's the little moments often that will stand out to you. And that's when you'll start to look back and go, oh, I don't label food as good or bad anymore. Oh, I don't do this. So although, especially in the initial stages, there is that focus, and especially if you work with a professional, we'll talk through your progress. But as you go on, it might be things you just go, oh, I didn't realise I was doing that. And it's just noticing those milestones. Again, initially, you get that sort of hyper-consciousness. Before you start to zoom out, you see everything as a whole. You see your life as all its parts, not just necessarily what you eat. So in some ways, it does end. You find yourself an intuitive eater, an intuitive mover, an unaffected eater, all the things I've described. But we're always working on our relationship to food. You may find things pop up and you actively have to draw back on those tools that you've built up. A friend keeps talking about dieting, something comes out, something's on the news, and you have to use those tools. But you'll find a place of being the intuitive eater where you, you trust your body. And that is the main thing. It becomes a way of life. Once you're in tune with those signals, if you're actively listening to them, they won't start to fade. So they will become that intuition. So these are just a couple of the main takeaways. Again, a very short episode, um, under 10 minutes, that I would say take away from intuitive eating. There is a plethora, um, if you've experienced intuitive eating, to share any um, sort of takeaways, positive goals that you have for the end of it. But the goal in some ways is not to have a goal in mind. You've gone from, I must lose X amount of pounds in X amount of weeks, or I must look this way, eat this way, etc., to... I just got to listen to what my body needs. I've got to honour those signals. I've got to try and be a bit more in tune. Or maybe it's even, I need to be less in control, less focused. I need to be less goal oriented. And that'll be very specific to you. And sometimes not having a goal is the goal. If it helps you, maybe you work through the principles in order. You tick them off. Maybe you see that as your sort of 
pathways for coming into a Tavita. Maybe it's a bit more back and forth. It's a bit more discussion-based. Again, if you want some professional support, um, I'm always here. And it'll be very much in the tone of the same as podcasts. You get an idea of how I talk, how I am. Um, I have many free discovery calls on the website if you would like to get in touch. But yes, only you can set that goal. And sometimes it's not till you look back, you realise what you've achieved. So you'll hear terms like food freedom, intuitive eater, unaffected eater, other things will pop up. And you might think, oh, that's not me. But maybe that's just not the aim. Or maybe you are those things and you just haven't labelled yourself as such. So with that, maybe have a think about if you were thinking about intuitive eating, what is your quote unquote goal? Has this changed in any way? How you're thinking about that goal? Is food freedom something you would be aiming for? And lastly, if any of these things are your goal, you think, I'd love to be able to experience those. What's stopping you from taking that initial step? And again, love to have this dialogue, Instagram, email, whatever. Have that nice little chat about what's holding you back or maybe any confusion and making that a little more understandable. Have a lovely day.